Well, in a distant future, the last human on Earth able to read and write has decided to restore the written word to civilization. This young girl's name is Ink, named after the stains of the dark blue liquid that covers her fingers. She lives in a reclusive community in the mountains with no access to technology. After the Great Revolution, humans abandoned reading and writing, choosing instead to communicate solely through thought. This was enabled thanks to neurotransmitters lodged inside the brains. Humans thrived on this technology as everything went faster, but the price to pay for this techno-utopia was heavy. The growing illiteracy rate robbed them of the ability to communicate complex ideas and deep emotions, erasing their capacity for critical thinking. The leaders of this new world took advantage and started spreading fake news and false truths across the globe to rule as dictators. Unable to discern reality from fiction, society slipped into chaos, mayhem, and was on the brink of collapse. Well, this is just the beginning of the extraordinary, innovative, and creative resource that these two have created as part of an extraordinary attempt to, to basically educate, engage, and entertain people as they explore the issue of which is a huge issue of illiteracy, which is really a, a major problem in our community. Innovation is the key to change, finding new ways to educate, expand and engage. And this new global literacy campaign is a powerful, clever example of creative thinking. It's a collaborative art project for a good cause. Buy your sentence, co-write a book with 5,000 people from strangers to renowned artists, 100% of this profit is donated to the World Literacy Foundation. So I would like to welcome Ben and Stefan, uh, the Hi. innovators who have created this extraordinary project in collaboration with the World Literacy Foundation to the Beyond Words Literacy Podcast. So tell me where this began because it really is very innovative and, oh, I've, I found it great to go in and, and go into that website and to be able to write a sentence and contribute to this journey. But for our listeners, could you just tell us a little bit about how this came to be? Yes, of course. So the idea first came to write a book with 5,000 people. That idea was always there on an exquisite corpse, uh, like the technique of the exquisite corpse. And the idea was to do it with multiple strangers across the world. That was thanks to um, digital possibilities. Uh, and then we pushed on and pushed on and pushed on. And, and talking together, we realized that if everybody would write a sentence, every sentence was nearly like a piece of art. And there was something powerful about the words written and, and what we could do with those with those words. Um, and so, yeah, talking together with the whole team, we thought, could this be a project for good? Could this be a project to fight illiteracy? We should talk to different charities. So we did talk to about 10 different charities. Um, and finally, the World Literacy Foundation got really involved. Uh, they invited us to Oxford to the summits um, against uh, illiteracy. So we had the chance to present the project, meet some amazing people who helped us uh, move forward uh, and today it is what it is it's uh, yeah we're really really passionate about it um, 
and we're launching on Friday, the 8th of September. The book is, the writing of the book is starting on the 8th, but it will take about 12 months to be written. Mm -hmm. So tag along, hop on whenever you want, uh, depending on where the story is going. So, so just for our listeners, so they understand, my name is Ink. Can you explain how the logistics of it work? Because it, it is quite a, when you go in to mm. be part of the, the journey, maybe talk about, I mean, that must have taken a lot of processing to come up with the best way because it's actually quite ambitious, isn't it? And and probably daunting in some ways to, to create something like this. You are absolutely right. There is quite a lot of technique and thinking behind it, but we made it as simple as possible for the user. So actually, it's only a few steps to, to participate to My Name is Inc. The first step is to go on the website and purchase the sentence, which is only a few clicks adding your credit card. And for $25, you can purchase the sentence. If you add an extra 75, you can have your name that will be written on the front book cover alongside other people and celebrities. Then once you have done that, you go to the next screen where you have the opportunity to write your sentence. What will happen is that you will be able to write the 10 sentences we've been written before you. Able to read. Sorry. Yeah, to read, to read sorry. Able to read the 10 sentences we've been written before you. So you understand where the, the story is heading. Mm. The direction mm. is, uh, is, is being uh, taken. Then you have 10 minutes to write your sentence. So you can think about it, write, edit a little bit, correct, improve it, and you submit, and that's it. You have registered your sentence in the book. It will be recorded on the blockchain and you are part of an extraordinary adventure. So it's really only a few steps. The last step that I should mention is we would like the people to share their sentence on their social network so it attracts more people and it's truly becoming uh, a community. A movement, yeah. Movement, you know, movement of a community who believes in the power of creativity, reading and writing. So truly, and that, it's easy for the user. The technique is quite complex, you're right. Yes, and, and I can actually see. So that first, as I read in my intro, that first part of the story, which I actually think, how long did that take and who? where did that come from? Because I'm reading it going, this is really great. The way, Yeah, I love that. I'm going to say, was that you, Stefan? Yeah, it's me. It's with input of the whole team, of course. Um it's always the most difficult part for me when writing an idea of a, for a series is getting that pitch exactly right. So those few sentences, normally a pitch of a series is shorter, but here we wanted to give some more context of what's happening. We want it to be broad enough. We wanted to talk to a younger generation as well, uh, because it's very important for us uh, to, to talk to them. And that's why the inspiration comes from some sci-fi movies, some sci-fi books. Uh, 1984 comes to mind. Yes, uh, George Orwell. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, v for Vendetta uh, is all is also a big uh, inspiration. And then, yeah, Star Wars, Harry Potter, the hero who wants to uh, overthrow the Overlord. So that's kind of the idea. And I noticed also, that. Mm. Yeah, the importance of having, uh, yeah, the metaphor of writing. So her name is Ink, and it's the last human to read and write. And we thought that was every time we pitch it, we can see to the people who are listening that, uh, yeah, it hits uh, it hits the emotion. So I'm happy that, that you like it as well. I uh, do. It was, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. It was quite, sorry, you were saying, it, it was it quite a, um, because distilling what is sometimes quite an esoteric notion is what you've done because it's quite esoteric to, um, we're frozen, guys. Wait a sec. Ben, do you want a glass of water? Because I've stopped it if you'd like. If Yeah. Grab, just grab, grab a glass of water. It's so fine. I'd rather you not struggle. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, when the cat gets my shadow like goes, we say in French, and then it's. <laughs> and also it's hot. And so for you it's. Yeah. Like... A little de dehydrated maybe. It doesn't Thanks. look hot. That's the thing. You guys don't look hot, except that I you've told me and that you've got. We don't look hot. We got ventilators coming from. <laughs> oh, do you? Well, we're very yeah. If you could see here, we're very spring-like here. Um, but actually, you can see. So in the just while we're waiting, so in the background of what I my this is a huge. This is an Australian artist. That's a Patty yeah. Smith quote. And so the yeah. power of words is very much in theme, but it says everything distracted me, but most of all myself, which is a famous Patti Smith quote. And this artist, David Bromley, does, I don't know if you know that quote, but it's very famous, and he does these extraordinary paintings. Anyway, I was just showing you that because it's all about anyway. the power of the word. So yeah, I'm going to re-record record okay. you again because that was important. Um, so, so just tell me in terms of, the notion of distilling, as we were discussing, distilling the idea, which is often esoteric, mm -hmm. is what you've tried to do. That's why I read it in the intro, because it is a little bit hard for people to understand the the crisis and the level of um, uh, disaster in terms of people not being able to read and write. It's only recently that people have really taken action and this it's almost like a revolution that seems to be yeah i don't know if it's it, in belgium it's the same but certainly in australia with the world literacy foundation there's a very big movement to try and change this yeah. trajectory it's, for many people it is here um it is a problem as everywhere in the world and it's something that for us is important in the sense we come from a world of communication we both work in those areas in those fields um and so we see how Im important yeah being able to read books and write correctly is very important for the cri critical mind that's why we wanted to have it in the pitch as well and to think creatively think outside of the box and we know that's why reading and writing for us and for the chapter seven collective is something very important but again, what we are trying to do, so on bigger picture, there's My Name is Inc. is a starting point for us, but it's to bring creativity, innovation and fun and entertainment to fundraising. That's something that's very important for us. And we hope we can make it playful for people. We've tried, of course, written sentences on a better version of the site. Um, and it's it's just fun, just fun to do. And, uh, and, and it's fun to fundraise money this way, we think, we hope. So just so I clear, and I agree with you, by the way, because I think one of the problems is people switch off with, I don't know if you get it there, but there's so much that people are trying to absorb philanthropically. So being innovative in that way, which is very much part of what I see you uh, representing, is important because then you're actually bringing people into the journey in quite a unique way. And in terms of the fundraising, the funds from when you buy a sentence, 
go that goes directly to the World Literacy Foundation. But also I was reading this is going to be published as a book, which I, yeah. which just tell me, is that going to be sold or is that how do, the book will be? I saw there's 10 copies or something of the book that will be, is that right? Absolutely. So there are different ideas on how we will publish and produce the book. So the main idea is that everyone can purchase the book once the story is finished. We also want to collaborate with 10 artists to do a limited edition of the book that will be sold. We're still finalizing the detail, but that will be sold in an auction that we are probably likely to organize with our main museum partner, Montblanc House. So Montblanc, the, mm -hmm. the, the company who has yeah. a foundation, Brilliant. who has a museum in a place in Germany, in Hamburg. And that's mm -hmm. where we would like to organize organize uh, the, the sale of those uh, 10 limited edition of the book that we'll be doing with artists, maybe with the artist who created that amazing piece of art. Uh, I think he would, oh, David would be on board. Yeah, I have no doubt. He's a big artist in Australia and he, David Bromley, he would love that. He does some amazing work. And I love that idea, the way that you're, you know, bringing the creative community into this story, mm -hmm. literally. Um, in terms of, Education, too. Yes. Sorry, just on that, I think what's important about this project, yes, it's creative, it's innovative, but also for us, it's an organic process. So we are very much listening to the community, very much listening to the new partners entering that movement, that, that mission, and evolving the project as we have those conversations, as we brainstorm. So new ideas are coming along. So we... We the project as a foundation, which is to write a book with five thousand people. But as new ideas are coming up, we're extending it organically, developing it, which is something we really like to to do, and that energizes us and the people around us. That's actually a good point. So when you've got new uh, partners coming on or supporters, the logistics of that is that challenging, or is it? So how how logistically do you let's say the sponsor comes on? You obviously, mm -hmm. what I love is the purity of the project. I can see it doesn't look like you don't have all these logos and it doesn't feel like, you know, often these philanthropic uh, projects become a little overwhelming with all the, you know, the different logos and the sponsors, and the, which is fair enough. But I've noticed you've kept it quite clean and pure in its visibility. Um, how hard was that to, to ensure that you maintained the? It's clean and pure. And it's truly a project driven by passion, but it's not okay, our yes. daily job. So we all have a daily job. So it's a side project. Yeah. So it's time that we are taking after the, the, our work during the day, during the weekends. And yeah, so logistically, it's us putting uh, effort and managing to convince other people to tag in. So we started, we were three people. Now the core group is 10 people and extending as, as, as we speak, you know, with more people being excited by the project. And, and wanting to uh, to tag on. So really try to leverage the power of the of the community. Yeah, uh, um, be... I'd like to add to um, the fact and how we, we bring partners to the table. Mm -hmm. There is uh, a relevancy importance, relevancy, yeah. is that English? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, to be relevant to for the partners who are around the table. That's why Mont Blanc was important for us. Mm. Uh, of course, the World Literacy Foundation. We are also uh, partnering up, or we are partners with Limited Space, 
which oh, is yes, a I've interviewed them. Um, that's it, and that's because yeah, they work with World Literacy Foundation. They are also they have links with the fight against illiteracy, and so we we received a two week campaign on the digital out of home uh, network, uh, and that's just very simple. We're not going to get much more partners, we think, <clears throat> and but again, the partners we will sit around the table with us, or who will be able to sit around the table with us, will be relevant partners. Uh, for the project, we, however, we we are looking for a partner to help us publish uh, the book. So it's still one of the last piece of the puzzle that that's missing and that uh, we are looking for. So if you have ideas, send yeah. us an email. I actually do have an idea. Right. So it, I like the idea that the end product will be quite a, a beautiful piece of art that people can buy even if you've only got 10 special editions but then you're saying there'll be digital versions available is that correct uh yeah so the 10 versions are will be high end uh books that we will sell at auction at Montblanc house that's mm -hmm. the idea today um we are playing with the idea yeah to have a paperback uh books if the people get really um yeah, if in, involved people maybe don't want to write in the book, but would like to own a piece mm -hmm. of it. So maybe paperbacks is an idea. But I think this will be decided in the course of uh, yeah the writing the evolution. Of the book. Mm. That's it. Uh, what track we will take? But the the ten high end sorry high end uh, versions um, of the book will be. Uh, something that we will do because that's a promise we have. No, but we are also selling the book, the paperback version, also because the name of the people who have participated for some of them will be on the front cover mm -hmm. and the rest inside the book. So we expect a lot of the people or, or a lot of the participants who to want to what? own. Correct, they will. I certainly no. will. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. Everyone well, has to be in their library at home. And they mm. can show it off to their friends and read the book and have fun and explain the project and, and talk about the importance of literacy and, and all of that. So, But they will have to, to buy it. And this, this potentially has scope to expand to other countries, other environments. Do you think it's something that, you know, you could take further? Yeah, no, like it, is, it is global. So it's across the world today. So the project is, is global. It's for every market uh, mm -hmm. in the world. That It's by design. It's also one of the reasons why we picked uh, the World Literacy Foundation. As I said, it's an organic project. So we brainstorm. New ideas are coming up. So Stefan, the very early stage of the project, had an amazing idea to expand it. So let him explain. But uh, So the idea here is uh, that we had at that moment... Mm. Was there are going to be sentences made that will really jump out and that will be amazing pieces of art on its own. Mm -hmm. uh, and once the book is finished, one of the ideas would be to take one or two five sentences and create a spin-off and create a whole new story based on that sentence. Do the same project, the same kind of project, redoing a site, mm. getting a, you know the whole branded uh, content around it, and then. Uh, having a whole new project around it, depending on the success of this one. So that was the idea. But again, this is something completely new uh, in the way we are doing it, the way we are writing this book in an exquisite mm -hmm. corpse for, for the good cause of literacy. 
So we can reproduce this with schools in England. So I was just can- thinking that exactly. I mean, I think that's got a that's a very uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. You could reproduce it, or or alternatively, I suppose there's no reason why you can't have a school version of it as well. I mean, yeah. you know, getting all the schools to um to to do the same thing. I mean, it's got the potential of the idea. It's already mm-hmm. global. It's already broad. It's already creative, but it it does have scope to be expanded. And in terms of the World Literacy Foundation, how have you found working with that organization, our organization? Um, because you've obviously met lots of people at the summit, but you can see that. And we've got a task force going in September to the United Nations to put the issue of literacy on the front and center. Is this, mm. is this an organisation that you have found that you resonate quite well with because they have a similar vision? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, from Andy uh, Rosario, with who we've been working a lot these past few weeks, then we met Sam, who's not part of uh, the World Literacy Foundation, but who is involved. Um, we also met uh, Andrew's son. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're doing great work. Yeah, amazing. They're doing great work on other projects. Uh, so, no, there is like a positivism that's really uh, invigorating for us. Uh, that's the way we like to work as well. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to have that kind of utopian way of thinking a little bit to have a charity and to, to and of course, the way we made this project, it, there is kind of a crazy side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but utopian and positive, but that's what we found uh, with the with the organization and and surely with Andrew as well. Uh, I love them. They they're very passionate about what they do. They are global, so we're talking with people like everywhere in the world, in yeah. Panama, in the UK, in Australia, Africa, America, yeah, everywhere. Just amazing. Uh, they're actually quite easy to work with. They really act as a startup, so they move fast. They take decision. Andrew is involved and then the rest of the team. So this is very interesting the way they operate. So they are very effective uh, and efficient. And uh, yeah, just lovely people to uh, to work with. So we, we talked, like uh, Stefan said, to at least 10 charities and they really were the one who, who stood up and uh, were really driven by passion and gave us the envy to work with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point, Ben, because obviously I work with them and I do the podcast regularly, but I think your point is really valid and it sounds like you're also of a similar ilk, both of you, in that you've actually, you've actioned something. Like a lot of people talk about things and a lot of people, you know, come up with ideas, but that's one thing the World Literacy Foundation does is they action. If if something works and resonates for them, they will step up and step in, which is what you're saying they've done with you with this incredible collaboration. In terms of what what you've learned through this process, what have been the greatest challenges trying to get this up and trying to get it on slate, you know? Um, I think something you said in the beginning was one of the biggest challenges to make something very conceptual, uh, tangible. So that was uh, complex to make every step easy to pass for every person who wants to participate. Um, and then, yeah, creating something visually striking. That's why we got our own fonts. Um, there's a My Name is Ink font. You can download it on the site as well. I like so that font. I really like that font. I wondered that it's like a chalkboard. 
Yeah, it's our uh, graphic designer, mm. Laura Benocci, uh, who created it. Uh, that's why we called it Benocink. Uh, it's on the website for download. So it was that idea of, okay, we're going to try and use as um, less visual, visuals as possible because we're trying to push the, the written word. But we live in a visual world, mm. Instagram. So that was a challenge to try and find that balance between only words and 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 still have something striking and and as you say pure and and, and nice um, with the website yeah yeah now i think for me one of the key challenge is the bandwidth so as you can see we're very passionate so mm. a ton of ideas were coming out of this head and this head and the heads <laughs> i can of say the five of those people who are with us and to channel this to organize this to be able to deliver on all this energy when it's a side project is is uh is sometimes a challenge that Fono is working well but for truly to truly make this a success we need the support of more people so that's why we are so happy we have the opportunity to do the podcast today that's why limited space is amazing and they are giving us uh, a part of their network that's why Mont Blanc is great so but we need more of those to make it a success. We started something, we planted the seed, but it's really a group effort. You know, it's a humanitarian effort. And so mm -hmm. we need more people to, to support by participating, by talking about it. And that's how we will make it uh, a success. So we're giving everything we can in terms of time and passion and energy. But for this to expand, we need everyone to, to participate and, uh, and tag along. Well, all I can say is thank goodness that you two do have the energy and your team, the energy and the passion to to do this because I I do think its innovation is very much to your point, um, Stefan, that, you know, a lot of what we see is highly visual and what you've done is quite streamlined. That's what I found quite impressive. And the consequence of that is you're engaging in a new and different way and so I found it really accessible. And I think that's why you'll get more people coming on board because of the way that you have presented it. And it's not easy. So I, I have, you know, I have great respect for what you've created and I'm very excited. I have a feeling this is just the beginning of something quite extraordinary well, in the literacy space. There's something in that order just... Uh... There's something like this project is now has it life is life of its own or her life of its of her yeah. own. Yeah. And uh, we are tagging along. Like it's it, it, it's been so organic in the way it was created. Now it's here and so many people are getting involved. And as Ben just said, and it's fun. It's like, okay, now we're holding on and seeing where it is going. But as you just said, we feel like it's going to be something bigger than uh, than we are expecting. Yeah, well, I'm very grateful and thank you so much for giving us a, a really great insight into what you are, what your mission is. And you're like little revolutionaries, you know, driving this very, very important issue out into the stratosphere. And that takes courage, time and energy. And I know because you're working on two major other full-time projects and work and everything, but it shows that if we all just did our bit in this way, what we can we can change the world. And let's hope that that this literacy revolution, as I call it, is is going to get the momentum that we want because it's a travesty that there are people out there that can't read and write and the World Literacy yeah. Foundation and yourselves 
are on a mission to change that. So I'd like to thank you for joining me on the Beyond Words Global Literacy Podcast. And I'm sure we'll touch base again in the next few months and see how you're how you're faring and how you're tracking. Great. Thank you awesome. a lot for the opportunity, Deborah. Awesome. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thanks.